Hey everybody, and welcome to Positively Midwest. My name is Steve Jurens, and tonight we're going to have an extra special episode number 22. It's going to be another Cat and Steve episode. So I've got Catherine over here across from me. Please say hi to everybody. Hi. So <laughs> we had a guest lined up for this week's episode as we've been doing them bi-weekly as Cat and Steve. The other um, week is uh, generally an interview. He had something come up and rescheduled, and because we do everything on the fly, we weren't able to get everything squared away. So... Um, we are going to do another episode, and I'm going to go through this article from Thrive Global, How to Change Positive. I did it. How to Create Positive Change in Your Work, Life, and Community. Try these three methods to transform disruptive change to a positive outcome. So, Positively Midwest, we call it Positively Midwest because we are from the Midwest, and we're about spreading positivity. And so it has been um, crazy with COVID and everything else that's going on in the world. And what better time than now to help spread that positivity and give people some advice and tips. And so when you see our stuff on Facebook at the Positively Midwest podcast group page or our liked page, like, comment, and share. With those interactions, we're able to put that information out there for other people to check it out. And uh, that's just how Facebook works. We're not a business, so we don't sponsor it. But uh, what we would like to do now is uh, I found this great little video on YouTube. It is spread purpose, question mark, change the world, change your story. Powerful, motivational speech, video, video, video. This I listened to. It's just uh, two minutes and two seconds, and I thought that it really um, kind of talks about um, you know what, what, our, what I feel our mission is, what we feel our mission is, what... Uh, we try to post daily about. So take a listen to this YouTube and reflect. Let this be your moment of positivity. And then we're going to get cracking on this little show. If you want to change the world, change your story. Why don't you let that sink in for a minute? Have you ever wondered what we're best at? what makes people people it's storytelling we're addicted to captivating exciting wonderful engaging stories it's what we do stories are the basis of human connection it's in our DNA it's what makes up our thoughts our world our economy even our physical well-being but we got a little lost along the Negativity and fear seem to be thriving in search of clicks and shares. Our normal way of storytelling slowly became mass media consumption, numbers, news, social overload. But what if this new normal isn't normal to begin with? Maybe we ought to slow down a little. Take a minute to look outside. Make a real connection with the one thing we're all part of. Especially now, it seems essential to reconnect, to adapt, reset, spread positivity and purpose. If you want to change the world, change your story. So maybe you're not that much of an individual. After all, it takes more than one person to get a story across. So the real question is, what kind of world do you want to live in? What story do you want to tell?
So there we have it. Um, I just thought that that was kind of a good little um, video that says some things that can really relate. And so that was on YouTube, and it was by Booking World Speakers, and it was Spread Purpose, Change the World, Change Your Story, Powerful Motivational Speech Video. So, um, so anyways, uh, you know, we always talk about, uh, we talk a little bit about therapy. We've talked about um, childhood things and how that carries into adulthood. And then always you can read positive um, quotes on Facebook and people share them. And, you know, uh, sometimes it's easier said than done. You know, how do we actually do it? So if you don't want to do the research, I did some research. We can talk about it here. Um, so this was through Thrive Global by Greg Brown, challenge and resilience speaker and author, how to create positive change in your work life and community. So when people are in the thick of change, they perceive as negative. They might have difficulty thinking clearly when deciding how to respond. Under pressure, we tend to put limitations around ourselves and may have a more difficult time creating positive change in our work life and community. As with things, emotions get triggered by changing routines or over the fear of losing one's sense of security. They might have also be they might also be tempted to dwell on worst case scenarios that might arise as a result of the change. Change can be hard, but learning the three methods below can have a significant impact on how change can positively handle and even be turned into one's advantage, both now and when change comes around again, which it always does. So everybody knows change is scary. Um, you know where we were at when we started dating in high school and where we were at in our through our engagement and our marriage and kids and i mean there was um happy-go-lucky party steve and then kids were coming and it's like oh you got to change your life and a lot of people go through that um you get your first serious girlfriend you got to start backing off from your friends you get a dog you have to start um doing more responsible things and making sure you take care of the dog and if you go on vacation and you know, so anyways, changes can be a difficult thing. So um, one of their suggestions is to use perspective to your advantage. We often think of perspective as something we view in hindsight, but perspective can also be used during change to focus on the big picture instead of worrying about the minute details that might result. People, especially in the West, sometimes put things in perspective by using the term first world problems. For example, if you spill coffee on yourself before that big presentation, it'll appear to be a big issue. Having someone say first world problems doesn't really, really won't help you at that moment. It might actually make things worse. In hindsight, however, you may find yourself laughing about it or turning that experience into a funny story. When change happens, managing perspective at the time without minimizing the current situation can help. This can be done by recalling past negative situations and using what was learned at the time to handle what's happening in the present. The past changes don't even need to be similar. So um, I think that speaks a lot of truth because anytime you go through a big change, um, a lot of people will, call, you know, they'll say things to you or they'll try to pull you back down or they won't necessarily encourage you. And then it can be scary, you know, so if it's not important to them, then they won't feel that it's, you know, as important as it should be to you. So you've got to do you and you got to keep it in perspective and other things that have helped you grow that you know, you know, think of maybe how scary it was the first time you were going to drive a vehicle or how scary it was the first time you asked someone out or, 
you know, one in for your job interview, all those kinds of things. But you learn something every time that you go through. And perspective is in your mindset. And we've talked about that as well. So if something causes a hiccup in your path or along the way, you know, whether it's you're spilling your coffee on you or, you know, something goes a little bit skewed, not quite to your plan that you thought you had laid out, you have to stop and evaluate it. Because maybe that's how it was supposed to have worked out. You know, maybe something better is to come. It's all about perspective and that mindset. Change your mindset. Don't let that one hiccup bring you down and cause your negativity. Make sure that you are being able to still keep your positive light to help you work through that. So start by asking these three questions. In which past situation did I handle change well? Which talents, strengths, skills, and abilities did I use in that situation? How can I apply those talents and strengths to the current situation in which I am stuck? Remembering how change was handled in the past can provide perspective and the necessary tools to create positive change today. Also, keep in mind that one day, the current situation might provide guidance for a future change as well. Now, part of the reason that we share the stories or we talk about these things or hoping that we are engaging people and Spreading positivity is, as we've said in the in the um, beginning, I was sick of seeing a lot of the crap that was out on Facebook. And, um, you know, social media is about um, being social with people that are distant, that you can't see every day, that you can't talk to every day. I can see pictures of you on vacation. I can see pictures of your home. I can see videos of funny things. I can see, you know, um, just be in contact and learn about you. You know, and, it, and it's just developed a lot. It's developed into advertising and um, platforms for, um, you know, worldly things. Uh, so I, f- I felt a calling, you know, because it feels so much better to try to be positive and grow, um, to, to try to help other people do that. And I can't tell you now how many times I've had messages where, uh, and someone just texted me the other day even, and they said, hey, that one that you just posted um, really, I really needed to read that right now. And I've gotten a few of those messages before and it's like, you know, maybe I'm not feeling that way, but I have felt that way. And so I pops into my head and so I read it and I'll post something about it and, uh, you know, throw a picture up there and a story about myself and then maybe an article or, or whatever. But, um, you know, that's, that's why we do it, um, to fill our news feed with some stuff that that's there, but, you have to take action too. You you've got to cognit uh, what? Be cognizant. Yeah, be cognizant of of what your goals are and and uh, what you want to try to accomplish, and then actually make a change. Otherwise, you know you're all talk, no action. So explore options without committing. When struck with the disruptive change, people sometimes get stuck in the mindset that they must make an immediate decision in response. As humans, fight or flee kicks in automatically when faced with what could be perceived as a threat. The reality is that neither fighting nor fleeing is necessary. Exploring one's options without making a commitment is a better strategy. For example, a change in your neighborhood might affect you so negatively that you start to consider selling your home. Instead of hammering the for sale sign in your front lawn, explore what's involved first. Look at house listings. Have a have coffee with a realtor. Speak with your bank about a mortgage. Just take a few steps before deciding whether the path you're considering is the right one. You know, and I can't tell you how many times, I don't know, 
how many businesses have I wanted to start? 657? Something along those lines. I've lost count. <clears throat> so it's great to have that ambition, and she's done a, a fairly good job at not just crushing my dreams, but sometimes talking through them and or just not saying anything and letting me just ride it out until I get rid of it myself. But, you know, what I'm getting at is, is I've thought, oh, my gosh, we should build a $2 million bar out by the lake, and it's going to be we're going to be rich, you know, and then we break it down. Like, well, how often do we have to work there? How hard is it to find employees? And, you know, all these different things, and it's going to be a 10, 15 year before you even maybe see any income, and then you're always worried about it. You're married, blah, blah. So you go through all these thoughts, and you decide, well, maybe that's not right for us. But thank God they're there because we like to stop by and have a beverage every once in a while. And that made me think of the props, so a shout-out to those guys. <laughs> Um, uh, the same applies to changes at work that might leave some employees thinking about finding a new job or changing careers. Some people may start talking themselves out of looking for a new job with a bunch of excuses, yet they could start networking, interviewing, and exploring new opportunities. Exploring a job opportunity doesn't mean that you have to take it if it's offered to you. Investigating what's out there will reduce the time spent in a negative mindset and create avenues to new situations, opportunities, and possible solutions. Because even if you do those interviews, you might be like, you know what? Actually, where I'm at, not so bad. I got some great benefits and perks. Okay, okay. Kind of like will clear your mind, right? And somebody might come over to you and offer you a job out of nowhere. Right. And it took me three to four weeks to actually make that that decision. And, uh, you know, here we are today. But anyways, you know, it's just you. I've always been really analytical anyways. And my uh, therapist will say, you know, I'm in very intuitive, but very self-analytical. So I'll tear myself down or a situation or whatever to, um, you know, just learn. I like to learn about myself. And I think the more you learn about yourself, the easier it is for you to change your mindset and to actively be present and make changes. So number three, remember the positive action equation. We're always being told to think positive and avoid any sort of negative thinking. Although positive thinking is important to getting through everyday challenges, it's also context-specific. This means that when you are dealing with negative situations, positive thinking alone can actually be detrimental and contribute to creating an air of false positivity. The problem is that doubts, questions, and concerns will still linger under the surface. This is also true when someone tries to put a positive spin on a bad situation. We've all heard about the importance of embracing failures and learning from them. The same holds true with negative situations. Embracing negativity to address the situation, the issues will help identify a way to turn things around. A more effective way to handle negative situations is to take a positive approach, which, unlike positive thinking alone, means actually stepping up and taking action. This is what I call the positive action equation. Wisdom plus action equals change. Wisdom in negative situations, it's nice to have. We can acquire wisdom through books, seminars, blogs, and our own experiences, but on its own, wisdom is meaningless. Wisdom needs to be combined with positive action to affect positive change. In some cases, inaction is more important than action. I think that was a typo. Why do I keep finding these with typos? Or maybe it's just you don't know how to read, babe. In some cases, inaction is more important than action. Oh. 
Thank you. Then it's them. Thank you. It might be prudent to take some time to think through a situation if the approach is still unclear. Taking small, manageable steps to see how things go at first will signal if the right approach was made as you progress along the path. Remember, managing and creating change in in your world doesn't have to happen overnight. It takes time, determination, and a good deal of self-examination to get through. Now, I I skimmed that article before I did it because I have always said I like to learn with our listeners as well. So everything we were interjecting as we were reading through that was actually said in that article too. I mean, we've read a lot of these articles and we've talked a lot about creating positive mindsets and change in our world. So it falls in line. I like to think that we're getting more experienced in those those things. Yeah, because I never even read what you have ready to go or like when I have my own... Um research done as well it's not like i share it all with you so we kind of hit this all this is not pre-planned is what we're trying to say yeah and we decided to record this at 7 p.m central standard and uh it's 9 16 p.m yeah so anyways but what's important i think to gather from this stuff is no matter if it's through your work or if it's through your life or if it's through your community, um, through your social media, anything that you want to complain about in your life, you've got to take action. Anything that you want to change in your life, you've got to take action. Uh, you can't, you know, just say, man, I just, I wish my grass looked nicer and it was greener and fuller Ugh, every year. Yeah, because last week we talked about patience and we talked about actively waiting, that you can't just wait and just think that the grass is going to be greener and you take care better. But that you have to take patient steps towards that. So it's our patience is also working now with our positive changing. Yes. So as I was saying, if you're in that situation where you want your grass greener and fuller and to look better, you've got to buy grass seed. You put grass seed down. And believe you me, if you've never put down grass seed before it doesn't pop up within minutes. So you plant that grass seed. You plant the seed of changing your mindset. You plant the seed of grass and you water it and it gets sun and you water it and it gets sun. And then a teeny weeny little bit of grass blade pops out of the ground. And then you've dropped hundreds of these little grass seeds. So hundreds of little, well, actually some of them blow away. Some of them get stuck on your dog's feet. Some of them get stuck on your feet or your kids' feet. And so you dropped 100, let's say, and then... 50. (laughs) You drop 100 of them and 30 of them are gone, which leaves you with 70 grass seeds in this specific area. And just like your life and your mindset there, you read a book, you read an article, you read one of our things, you share it, you like it. And those are seeds being planted into changing your mindset to more positivity while still reflecting on what's going on. You still have to be cognizant of where you're at in the world and where you're at in your life. You can't just ignore everything and think everything's going to be okay and I'm super positive, just like they said in here. You've got to be a realist. We've talked about there's a difference between being a realist and being a pessimist. So we've talked about that in other episodes. So now you are planting all these seeds and the ones that blow away and get stuck in other things, let's pretend like that's negativy. So now you have um, 100 seeds, 
30 of them blow away. So you've got 70 left. Those 30 are negative thoughts. What sucks is about our human nature and our mindset is that that negative seed could spiral. And that negative seed, you might want to click on something or you might want to read something or you might want to hear about some gossip and you keep poking and probing and reading and get building up drama in your, in your head. Whether it's real or not about what's going on out there, it still is that it, it can fester and it can grow. And unfortunately, we're wired to grow negatively or you know, walk away from challenge more than we are to grow positively. Midwest. So <laughs> anyways, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just crazy. So you have to, I think you are what you surround yourself with. You, you are your circle of your friends. You are the circle of your, um, what you read and, and uh, what you focus your attention on. You know, so if you're constantly listening to, you know, really hard music and it makes you feel aggressive and angry and then you go to like Reddit and you look, actively look for videos where people are getting beat up or people are getting, you know, like mugged or different things like that, you know, and I'm, I've been in that situation. I've, I've looked up silly videos people getting hit with machetes and stuff. And it's like, why in the hell would you even do that? But what I can realize now is that I was, I think, in a psychological mindset where, you know, if there was, if I could prove to myself there was other bad stuff going on that was worse than what I was going through, I could deflate my own issues. But here I was affecting my wife and my family and whatever else, my work and employees and things like that because I was unhappy. And I was trying to find things that were, were seemed more, that seemed worse. So then I could put myself in a better perspective. But we're here to be the change. We're here to actively try to be the peacemakers out in the world. If the anagrams are real, that's what mine was, was a nine, which would be a peacemaker. And naturally, they're non-confrontational. But I think my wife will attest that I've stood up for myself and my family and others numerous occasions yes broken up many fights and bars from people i didn't even know and uh that's just that's just you know when your passion takes over that's where you're at so but as we say many times on this show positively midwest i am not my past i am not my mistakes i am limitless and beyond the physical i can recreate myself and renew my mindset on a daily basis I am protected and guided. I am covered in blessings. Nothing can stop my positive force. I am full of love. Beautiful. And that's what we spread. So, Mrs. Catherine Antine Gabnata Jurens. <laughs> what the hell are you doing over there? Oh, you are just, that made me giggle. I'm sorry. I was just kind of looking through this. Well, one, before we even knew that I was going to be recording this with you tonight and really what the topic was going to be, I made the post today about spreading joy. And so you're kind of talking about that, going out into your community and helping to spread the positivity. Um, as a 4 h we're taught about a lot about community service is doing things 
not just for selfish reasons, but to do things for your club, your community, and your country, and your world. And it's all about starting with our community service, doing good deeds, helping others. So what I posted earlier this evening was about our children, bringing your children into your path of wanting to find positivity, bring your children into your path of wanting to spread joy, because it starts with them now seeing that change and learning from you to try to help them start their path or plant their seeds, as Stephen just used as his analogy, which I love it. It's beautiful. You know, so start then. Start by doing things where you're Having them, you know, do happy little things on the sidewalks. Like I've been seeing a lot of things that are super cute that people are doing that. Or they do like the sensory walks on the sidewalks. It is so awesome. Um, Making cards for the nursing home residents. I know my kids like made cards and sent and we mailed them into my Aunt Marilyn. That's in a nursing home. Right. Thank you letters for your first responders. I I think I saw at least three different ambulances today when we went into town that they were at scenes of different accidents. Those guys have a tough job, you know, like teach your children like how much that those um, EMTs can go through and other first responders, have them write letters, do care packages, do things like that, that they could drop off at some of those different places, you know, teach them that spreading that positivity and that joy and gratitude for those people that we have in our lives. Um, they could drop off surprise baskets to area kids. We talked about the quarantine last week. Is that how you say that? Quarantined? I thought it was corned rocked. or corn rock um you know i saw somebody did that with their kids that they had their kids put together fun little baskets and they went around like the neighborhood area and they dropped off little things for that help your child children to realize that if, if we start at the beginning realizing that this world we can't revolve in a selfish way and that we find the positivity around us and we can help be the change around us i think that's like the big picture and so that's my other article that i had found too kind of leads into that it's up with the people.org. And I'm not going to read them all because there's like 53 ways that this says. But the first one is making it a habit to respect all people. Um, dedicating a day to help out a friend with their aspirations or goals. Make it a habit to perform random acts of kindness, like we just said. Um, just teaching a kindness, being kindness. Having engaged communities, working with your neighbors, working on your community with your neighbors. Volunteering, empowering the youth as a positive change agent. See, right there's what we're talking about. Um, work with people around your communities. There's so many good deeds that you could do to make a change at home. It starts small, and every little small step that you can do around you can lead to a bigger goal and a bigger step in around our community. So, and the more you do for others, like the more that it can help to inspire yourself because you feel so good that it helps your positive role continue. Yeah, I think a lot of times you will um, you will feel good when you make others feel good. And I don't understand personally why that's not more contagious. You know, I can remember one of the first times we were at Starbucks. Every time you hit your headphone on that microphone. I, I just bend over at the wrong spot and I smack the microphone with my head. So anytime you guys hear the... That's Catherine smacking her headphones on the <laughs> microphone. So, you know, um, we went to Starbucks or wherever, and um, they, somebody, we pull up to the window, and they're like, they all paid for your order. And then so, you know, we pay for the person behind us or whatever. And, you know, if they go, well, they ordered, you know, like the whole office, then give them like 10 bucks or whatever you think your order was, you know, towards their order. But anyways... You know, it makes you feel so good when you help someone 
especially that's random or that you might not know, you know, and why the hell would we not want to do that all the time? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but there's psychology there and, you know, we're all wired differently and, you know, you have insecurities and emotions and all these things. We're complicated species. Human beings are complicated. You know, animals sometimes have it easy because they're, they wake up, they kill something, they eat it, they give it to their kids, they protect stuff, they go to the bathroom, and they go to sleep whenever. I mean, they're just built with these basic instincts, and we've evolved, um, not that that's a statement on evolution or, or being created by God, to by the way, but we've evolved as a species mentally, physically, you know, I mean, from the old West to, to now, you know, and so everything changes, you know, and, and like, I think you want now more than ever, you have to do your affirmations in the morning and you have to do your gratitude statements at night because they used to have to wake up to survive. You had to wake up and you had to cut wood or you wouldn't have heat. You had to go kill something or you wouldn't have food for yourself and your family. You wouldn't have blankets. You know, you had to build a flipping house by yourself. Um, or you lived in caves or under shelters that were made of, you know, wood crap like that. So, you know, we talked in one of the other episodes about having to go to the bathroom outside, you know, in one of those um, outdoor baños. And... Um, you know, thank God that we were born, I guess, in the day and age where we can just go right to the toilet in our warm or cool house. You know, um, buddy of mine Snapchatted the other day and their air conditioner went out and it was 80 degrees in their house. Well, to Catherine, that's like perfect, <laughs> perfect weather, you know, so it's all perspective and everybody's bodies are different. But to this dude, it was like a thousand degrees and I'd be hot too. I'd be like, oh man, turn that thing down. So, but, you know, it's like your air conditioner goes out and, you know, the uh, HVAC guys can attest to this, that they want you to come out and want you to get it fixed immediately. So, we've just grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle now. And I think that when that gets rocked, it's easy for us to falter on our positive views and our positive actions. And, uh, you know, I'm amazed more and more every day how quickly you can grow apart from people and how friendships that have been around for years or whatever can easily be be torn apart because of an opposing opinion or maybe they just maybe they did something really wrong or you did something really wrong but so don't give up respect and find the positive to be the positive change yeah and as with everything and the the main thing that we've been talking about lately is you've got to take action you can't just talk about this stuff and not do something. You've got to start something. You've got to start reading articles. You've got to listen to our podcast all day, every day. You've got to follow positive pages out there. You've got to actively fill up your newsfeed with all these things. And you have to engage them. You know, think of when you like someone's business page that you're friends with. Okay? So now... When you like that page and they're your good friend, every time they post something, you probably see it in your newsfeed and you probably like it every time. So now your 
you're going to see that all the time. I mean, if you don't know how Facebook works, I don't know why I said all that. You probably do, but it's just more over. Like if you see something and you like it, that's what's going to show up in there. So you have to surround it with positive pages with, um, I went and started following some positive news groups. I found some of those so we can start sharing some of that in our group maybe. Um, and it, when I say news, it's not like taking COVID and telling a, a good COVID news story. It's like, you know, saved a cat out of a tree type thing maybe. And, you know, there's still good people out there. There's some people from our local area in Watertown um, that did go and help clean up some communities after um, um, after there was some things going on. So um, they also go out and help spread some ministries and things too. So, you know, though those are good news stories, I think. You know, it's, it's just uh, good to know that there's still people that are out there just doing helpful things, you know. And, uh, you know, whenever there's a crisis, there's generally people donating money or time, you know, um, and stuff like that. So, anyways... You just got to be a part of the part of the change, you know, you're and it doesn't happen overnight. So like they said, so you've got to continue to do it every day. You can't just it just because I've exercised for even a year. I mean, I'm a more tone and I have lost weight and some waistline. But to someone who hasn't seen me for years, I'm still overweight or someone that sees me every day. I'm still overweight. You know, that stuff takes time and time and time. And you can't change 30-some years of negativity and feeling suppression overnight. I've been going to therapy every week for a year. That, you know, we went. I went there today. And, it, you know, it was a, a lengthy session of verbility. Which she questioned if that was a real word and verbility was a real word. So when you listen to this. Gotcha. She, she questioned it. Yep. So I said, yo, Googs, is this a real word? And they were like, yeah, Steve, you're the smartest. That's a real word. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, he is this way all the time. So. Yes. <laughs> the grandma's boy. Nature got. <laughs> so. Um, all righty then. So anyways. Um. um we go out there and we find some YouTube videos and stuff too that preach on some positivity. Um, still going to the uh, the men's Bible group, if you will, on Fridays. Started going back to that, and uh, um, we're starting to read a chapter which I got to get cracking on. That's rewire your heart, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So, um, aside from that stuff always being mixed in with religion, because that is the basis of it. You know, I can find a lot of things if you're not a religious or denominational person that uh, can give similar perspectives. And really, they're probably replacing the word God with universe or spirit or inner spirit or whatever. Holy Spirit versus inner spirit. Um, this isn't a statement of belief, but it really doesn't matter what it is that makes you feel good. If you're doing good and you feel good and you're spreading good, I have a feeling that you're going to you're you're going to be taken care of. Yeah. Well, I think we did a pretty damn good job. This is kind of a quick episode, one of our quicker ones. We jammed her together and we're a pretty good team so we can just lick these puppies out whenever we need to. So, um I thank it. Anything else from you? No, I think that's it. Okay. 
All right, well, let's try this outro spiel again here. I got her all pulled up and ready to rock, and we're going to hit the rat-a-tat-tat, and uh, we'll let John Wayne take us out. Um, thank you all for listening to Positively Midwest again, episode 22 of 1 Billion. Can't wait till, like, the McDonald's, we can say 1 Billion podcasts recorded. <laughs> all right, here we go. You ready? Hit it, babe. You want to say goodbye? Peace and love. Okay, here we go. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to the Positively Midwest podcast. Our hope is to inspire, engage all our thoughts, and leave you with some advice that could help. Be sure to join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Positively Midwest Podcast. Make sure you like, comment, like, comment, share, and screenshot our podcast with all your cool friends. We are on most all major platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podcast Etiquette, and you can stream us on the website at PositivelyMidwest.com. Thank you and stay positive.